What's up, party people? Welcome to Transcending Sport. I am your host, Rob Cruz. And today I'm going to share with you an excerpt from my book, Swag 101. Swag 101 is my second publication. And um, it was released in 2013. And it deals with some very, very subjective topics that have a huge effect on, you know, what happens in our physical reality and whether it's performance or the process of, of the process of training. And um, a very, very good friend of mine inspired me to do this. Um, and I thought it would be a great idea to actually do it. So I'm doing it. And um, I'm going to read an excerpt from the introduction of the book. And it's funny because, you know, it makes you think about certain things when you read this. And, and some, some of you may have, ever, have already read the book, but just in hearing, it's going to be about an eight minute podcast. Not, not long, but it's just me breaking down some of the finer points of, of development. And as I was going through the um, through the part of the book that I was reading, it began to occur to me how timeless a lot of these issues are regarding the you know our mental process how we see ourselves our confidence um how we project confidence our fears as athletes and you know some people can be sometimes the fear can drive you to success and sometimes the fear can just take you out totally it depends on what your perspective of that fear is and how much you are willing to embrace it because it takes a stronger person i believe to embrace their fears their shortcomings, the things that they don't do very well. And in doing that, your strengths become magnified. Your strengths become stronger. It's, it's deep. But uh, nevertheless, I want you guys to enjoy the podcast. It's a quick seven or eight minute read of me just kind of narrating or telling you a little bedtime story. But I want you to check it out. Welcome to the Transcending Sport Podcast with Rob Cruz, an audio experience bringing you interviews, conversations, and more from some of the most intriguing personalities in the sports world. And now, your host, Rob Cruz. Swag 101, definitely a paradox. The 101 signifies that swag can actually be taught, but can it really? Certainly not. If swag is simply defined as an air of confidence, then it is my understanding that confident is not something one does. It is something one is. And someone cannot act confident because if you have to convince yourself, then you are deceiving yourself. Hence, swag 101 is a play on words. Let me ask you a question. I know that you can be a great athlete and lack swag, but can an athlete who is less than elite have swag? I don't think so. But we like that word, swag. It, it, it has a ring to it. So we throw that word around like love or hate or awesome. But swag has become a semantic satiation. Now everyone is walking around talking about, I got so much, I got so much swag or I got swag or she has swag. Well, who started that anyway? I, I'll blame the rappers for making it popular and the rest of us for adopting it. The perfect collision is, as you will read later, only occurs when everything mentally, visually, and physically in the hitting process, or in any process, happens without flaw, resulting in a hard hit ball with the perfect amount of trajectory and backspin that leaves people in awe, even you, the hitter. But preparation is the key. 
Preparation is the never-ending quest to rehearse and perfect those parts of the process that will ultimately lead to success. In this case, the catch, the pitch, the swing, the game, the perfect collision. The book swag, the book swag 101, the book swag 101 is all about how we prepare or train as athletes. Not really about right or wrong, but taking a look at some different perspectives. Sometimes I find myself attempting to teach people to be confident. And as a coach, it's part of my job to give my students a sense of confidence. The rest is really up to the individual player. This whole concept of bulletproof confidence, well, what is that? (laughs) Is it even possible or some sort of lie? I'm not sure, but I guess it's a matter of how much I can convince myself how much of a badass I am or how much of a badass I want to be. But nevertheless, there is something about swag that makes you wonder. In a world of opposites, I often wonder if the person with the most swag has the deepest fear of failure. In my own swag lies the possibility of not living up to what I am projecting. And that fact alone can be the origin of my fears. It's weird how I can admire that person who embraces their fears, accepts them, sort of like a baby. Quote, I'm afraid of the dark, unquote, or, quote, I am afraid of heights and I don't care who knows. Now watch me cry, unquote. Since we're not babies, we can't cry, although the honesty would be liberating. Somewhere along the line, we have learned not to cry, not to be weak. So there's no crying in baseball, at least not on the outside. That would be too much transparency, but much easier than the stress or pressure of having to be bulletproof. I have seen softball players well into womanhood cry, but it was a good cry, a justifiable weep. Now, I'm not saying go out and throw your helmet because you suck today, but I am encouraging you to understand the emotions you feel and learn what to do with those emotions or better yet, where where to put them. And after competitive redemption has had her way, you can access those emotions later and deal with them. Perhaps it takes more guts to admit your shortcomings than to smear false confidence all over them. I want to repeat that. Perhaps it takes more guts to admit your shortcomings than to smear false confidence all over them. I remember my mother sending me upstairs into the darkest parts of the house to get a diaper for my younger sister. I was petrified of the dark, but I'd have to conjure up the courage, stick out my chest, and go upstairs and face it. Good athletes can't afford to to allow their competition to know they have a weakness. And the great ones don't even allow their teammates to know, unless it's in private. Some of us won't even admit our weaknesses to our own selves. There's a word for that denial which can be the root of a lot of personal or athletic shortcomings however the seasoned athlete the veteran athlete will take responsibility and accountability to share his issues with an understanding coach or mentor even a teammate giant athletes much like tall buildings have this hidden foundation that we never see but we know the taller the structure, the deeper their foundation. Could it be 
that the confident ones, the great ones have this deep rooted issue, this issue that goes deeper than we could see or even imagine. And is often camouflaged in humor, loudness, false confidence, arrogance, or contempt. And at the high school, college, and professional level, athletes hide out in these caves of drug and alcohol abuse, partying and reckless intimacy and other social deviant behaviors. And yes, weed is an illegal drug and beer is alcohol. (laughs) You can't really talk about it and you better not even think about showing it. You express it in your own ways. You, you, You find people who are just like you and create this world of your own. You go to the same places and eat the same foods and even dress the same and play the same game. And in that self-made pseudo world, it seems as though everything is better. You can escape true reality by creating your own personal reality. And now reality has become whatever you need it to be or whatever you want it to be. And then one day you, your make-believe world spits you out and you have to deal with true reality. Fear overcomes you now because you cannot separate what is real from what is not. I do believe it's possible to find strength in your own weaknesses, hope in your own despair, confidence in your own fear. In my own personal pursuit of finding better ways to help my athletes to achieve bulletproof confidence necessary to achieve their goals, I am learning how deep the mind can go. And for this reason, good hitting will never be a swing but always a mindset. And for this reason, good hitting will never be a swing. Always a mindset. And for this reason, good hitting will never be a swing, but always a mindset. We see the swing on the physical plane, but there are invisible mechanics that occur in which we will never see. It is possible to have an abundance of necessary swag for projecting successful body language and lack or lose access to the skill necessary for attaining that level of success you once knew or perhaps will never know. It happens all the time. And here in the 21st century, we are seeing the decline in skills of a lot of athletes. They reach their prime and with their decline, the next generation of superstars will emerge. And although they may still have that swag, the physical prowess that supported the swag is slowly fading. I've also seen Manny Ramirez in his prime walk back to the dugout after a strikeout, like he just hit a home run. I believe he knows that he is not the strikeout, but that is temporary and not permanent. Some might interpret it as he doesn't care, but I would say they're right. He doesn't care about what already happened but he's more concerned about what he will do next. In fact, it is safe to say he will be successful in his next opportunity just because he needs to redeem himself from the past. So what is the perfect, the perfect, mm, redeem himself from the past? So what is the perfect collision? The perfect collision begins with first the ability to access and replicate a perfect thought process. This perfect thought process varies from hitter to hitter, but always originates beneath the surface. Then the manifestations of the hitter's thought process surfaces to where we can see it and feel it. I believe in the possibility of the perfect collision. I believe that when everything happens perfectly, that is on time with the right angle, with great extension, 
hitters can experience a sort of nirvana or that perfect collision. Hey, thanks for listening to that excerpt from Swag 101. If you have any questions regarding the book Swag 101, or if you'd like to purchase that book, that book is actually available at Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and a number of different uh, book retailers and outlets. Um, and please drop me a note. Give me some feedback. Hit me up on social media. I can be reached at Complete Game on all social networks. Um, thanks for listening to Transcending Sport.